your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. I'm your host, Seth Topol. Hope you stayed up for a dandy of a wild game last night, and uh, that is going to be our main topic here today. We will recap the Wilds 3-2 shootout win over the Vegas Golden Knights last night. We will play some overreaction or not. We'll hand out the Locked On Wild Locked In Player of the Week this week, and uh, that will be a feature going forward that uh, you'll be able to have input on um, throughout uh, the week as well. So uh, we'll have more on that uh, in the coming weeks. And we'll take a look at what is in store for the weekend for both the Minnesota Wild and the Iowa Wild as well. Let's get right to it with maybe the game of the year for the Wild last night. The 3-2 to two shootout win for the Minnesota Wild. And I know he's had shutouts this year and uh, has had some uh, performances where he's had to stop just a ton of shots. Um, but that was, I think, the game of the year for Cam Talbot. And honestly, that might have been the game of the year for the Wild themselves. It just was a much better effort in terms of, of energy, in terms of physicality, in terms of actually getting shots on the net. And uh, as a result, the Wilds are able to pick up a much-needed win uh, against the second-place team, the team ahead of them in the Honda West Division. It was Vegas for a while at the top, but the uh, Colorado Avalanche now have that mantle. So, nonetheless, Wild picking up a much-needed two points and uh, picking up a win against the team ahead of them in the division. It started off with the Golden Knights, uh, getting the first score in the first period. William Carlson got uh, the first goal of the game. Kirill Kaprizov able to even the score at 1-1. There were no goals in the second period. Braden McNabb made it 2-1 Golden Knights in the third period. And uh, Jared Spurgeon picked up a power play goal. Yes, a power play goal for uh, Jared Spurgeon to uh, tie the score. Then we headed to overtime. There was nothing in overtime. Cam Talbot making some sensational saves um, throughout the overtime period and especially down the stretch as well. Uh, I I can't say enough just how locked in he was uh, for this game. That might be a spoiler for something to uh, to come a little later. And then we headed to the shootout. Jonathan Marcheseau tried to start it for the Golden Knights. He was denied by Cam Talbot. Matt Zuccarello then was denied by Robin Leonard. Shea Theodore was uh, denied by Cam Talbot. Kevin Fiala with uh, one of the more weird shootout goals that you'll see as uh, it hit Leonard and it just trickled in to the net. Uh, And honestly, if he would have reacted quicker, he may have been able to save it before it went in, but just trickled in. And then Alex took missed uh, in the final attempt, and uh, one of the images I think that will stick with me from the game is how pumped up Talbot was after he um, was able to deny Shea Theodore for his shootout goal attempt. Uh, Absolutely fired up, and rightfully so. I mean, 
the numbers that Talbot has put up here uh, over his last several starts have been just ridiculous. He had 35 saves on 37 shots last night and uh, denied a couple of great opportunities for the uh, the Golden Knights uh, in the third period and in overtime as well. And uh, in his last eight starts, going back all the way to March 12th, he is... Uh, he is 6-1-1, one, and one. and so uh, he has certainly been just on fire, and that uh, has included a couple of shutouts as well, a uh, shutout against Arizona and a shutout against St. Louis. So uh, just some sensational work by Cam Talbot, and uh, we'll talk more about that in overreaction or not here in segment two. Um, some other notes from the game. We saw a little bit of a line juggle by the Wilds. They moved Kirill Kaprizov up with Jordan Greenway and Jewel Erickson Eck. And uh, that was uh, immediately paying off some dividends as uh, Kaprizov was able to net a goal here tonight. And Jewel Erickson Eck just looked invigorated and uh, revitalized by having uh, Kaprizov on the line with him. Now, there was a penalty late in the game uh, in which uh, Erickson Eck was called for goalie interference as he um, ran into Robin Leonard in the Golden Knights net. Not uh, not super in agreement with that decision, with that call, but, uh, I mean, the Wild did kill off the penalty, so it uh, it didn't end up hurting them. But, uh, but still, it was a much better game from Jordan Greenway as well after I kind of questioned whether or not those two were maybe slumping a little bit. Um, over the last couple of games, it was just nice to see some fire back and, and nice to see some fire back with the uh, the team as well. It was a great bounce back after a luck, lackluster series uh, against the San Jose Sharks. So uh, I, I was thoroughly impressed with uh, with the game last night, and I saw a couple of people suggested on Twitter, and I'd be all for this. Um, if we get a Golden Knights wild playoff series, I think we're all in for a treat because uh, – <laughs> these two teams play very hard and very physical and honestly it was just it was fun to see them kind of exchange blows last night and uh, for the wild to come out on top of course so uh, some of the quick kind of initial takeaways here for your friday morning uh definitely game of the year candidate for the wild cam talbot had his best game i think as a member of the minnesota wild and uh, it was a great bounce back heading into the weekend. I think this team's got to feel really good about where they're at. Um, and now the only question becomes, uh, what do they do against Marc-Andre Fleury if he plays on Saturday? Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Figured he would play uh, last night, but obviously didn't. So that, uh, that's a look at what we saw from the, uh, the Wild last night. Some rapid reaction to the game. We'll uh, dive in a little further with overreaction or not coming up next. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. The NFL is in the offseason, but Major League Baseball got underway yesterday with a great opening day slate. Also, you've got the uh, Final Four coming up this weekend plus the NHL in full swing, as well as the NBA. So plenty of options to uh, throw down a little dough. Plus, betonline.ag even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV for those that aren't super sports enthusiasts. 
They also offer real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline.ag has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head over to BetOnline.ag on your computer or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. On to our usual post-game reaction game, overreaction or not, and uh, plenty to take away from last night's 3-2 shootout win for the Wild. And uh, I want to start with some of the line changes that we saw by the Wild in last night's game, and that mostly having to do with the decision to move Kirill Kaprizov up to the line with Jordan Greenway and Jewel Eriksson-Eck. So I start with overreaction or not, that uh, that line is set, and now the job becomes figuring out how to uh, best pair the bottom three lines. And... I am going to say that is not an overreaction because uh, I think at this point with the wild offense being a little up and down, to say the least, um, I think your biggest impact players need to be on the same line. And we, we saw the impact that Kaprizov has with anybody that he plays with, and it just seems to elevate their play. And uh, with Erickson Eck and Greenway being two players that were kind of in a little bit of a skid, but still two of the better players that the Wild have on the roster. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense for him to uh, to be paired up with those two. It netted a goal last night for Kaprizov, his 13th goal of the season. So it uh, it certainly paid off some dividends uh, in, the, uh, uh, in the game in the near term. But uh, again, we come back to Marcus Foligno not being with the team. I think his... Uh, Absence is uh, definitely felt by this roster, up and down this roster. So it's it's going to be uh, much easier when he comes back to be able to naturally slot in some of these other guys. Because you look at the uh, the other line combinations that were thrown out there, Kevin Fiala, Victor Rask, and uh, Nick Benino. I mean, Fiala did get the, uh, the shootout goal to win it, but uh, I... I still am uh, am of the belief that I'd like to see what happened last night happen to uh, Victor Rask and that he just gets kind of a night to be a healthy scratch. I was very surprised that Nico Sturm was uh, was the one who was uh, scratched in last night's game. Uh, I think his speed has, uh, has play, and maybe it is something that settles in as one of those uh, bottom six forwards on this team. Maybe that is his... Uh, his pr- ideal role but honestly um, now that we have uh, the Kaprizov with Greenway and Erickson Eckline I think you leave that one alone um, I I think Rask is is next to get one of those uh, healthy scratch nights um, and so I, I say you just you try Fiala with Sturm and Benino see how that works um, Johansson Hartman and Zuccarello I I, I thought that line was okay so uh, I think that is one that um, that you can give a little bit of an extended run to. And honestly, I was surprised 
by the uh, the fourth line as well. Kyle Rau, Luke Johnson, and Nick Bugstad. Uh, Rau certainly uh, had some moments in last night's game being thrust into the lineup. So uh, I, I didn't think that was uh, was too bad of a job by Dean Evison to uh, to make some subtle tweaks to uh, to try to get everybody going. It certainly seemed to uh, to do the job. So I don't think that's an overreaction uh, with that uh, that top line. Um, next one that I want to get to: Cam Talbot reestablishing his presence as the number one goalie uh, with the Minnesota Wild. I don't think that's an overreaction either. I mean, y- you look at the numbers that he's put up over his uh, last eight starts. I alluded to the uh, the record. He's 6-1-1 one, one with a 172 goals allowed average, a 948 save percentage, and two shutouts in his last eight starts, leading NHL goalies in saves and shots against, ranking tied first in shout, uh, shutouts and tied second in wins since March 12th. And uh, that is, of course, courtesy of Minnesota Wild PR, but... Those numbers are uh, those numbers are insane, and um, that just speaks to you know the job that he has done since he came here, and uh, I'm sure revitalized by playing behind this uh, this wild defense. But he uh, he certainly has been as he did last night. He has just taken over some games, and I mean some of those saves that he made last night, the uh, the glove save, and then the one with the with his um, with his stick that he somehow batted out of the air from the other side of the net, that was just bonkers. If you uh, if you haven't seen that yet, um, I encourage you to uh, I encourage you to go find it because uh, that was just unbelievable. Um, and he just I mean he just continues to uh, to get it done. And uh, his point streak is uh, five games, four zero and one in his last five. He's made twenty five plus saves in five of his last six games ranking second among NHL goalies in saves with 210 and shots against 233 since March 18th. So it's not like he is facing that again, courtesy of uh, Minnesota Wild PR. So it's not like he's facing a low level of shots. I mean, he's getting peppered. He had the game against the Avalanche where he uh, had 55 shots against. And uh, these are not small numbers. So he is uh, continuing to... um, put this team on his back, and so I think, you know, and there's no reason that Capo can't uh, kind of find his uh, sensational form again and uh, and get back to that uh, number one spot, but that's that's just an arbitrary position, honestly. Um, whichever goalies are playing the best are going to get the uh, the most playing time, and so Talbot right now is, is the one that's leading the charge, and, you know, there will come a time where maybe he stumbles a little bit, and Capo Kakinen then is the one that uh, that gets that um, that playtime. So we just uh, we just get the opportunity as Wild fans to uh, enjoy the ride and uh, hope that it continues. Now with another game on Saturday, I would imagine with uh, how well uh, Talbot did in uh, in last night's game, I would imagine he'll get the start again on uh, on Saturday against the Golden Knights, but uh, my track record in picking which goalies get the starts hasn't been uh, particularly good. So uh, I, I, I'm i just going to wait and see who uh, who gets the start, and uh, we will go from there. And speaking of going from there, uh, next up we are going to award the Locked on Wild Locked in Player of the Week, and we'll also preview what's coming up for the weekend for both Minnesota and for Iowa as well.
But first, I want to tell you a little bit about Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. But now we finally know the answer to the question which Built Bar is best? That's because Built Bar Madness has finally crowned its champion. Congratulations to Coconut Brownie Chunk, who navigated all the way through the Sweetest 16, the Enticing 8, the Flavorful 4, and of course the championship matchup against Cookie Dough Chunk. Coconut Brownie Chunk is your Built Bar champion and uh, has been crowned as the best Built Bar flavor there is. So head to BuiltBar.com. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is locked 15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And again, congratulations to Coconut Brownie Chunk, who is the Built Bar champion. Make sure you are your Fantasy Hockey League's daily waiver wire winner by listening to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long, dynasty, and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. It's time to crown our Locked On Wild Locked In Player of the Week, and I uh, may have tipped my hand uh, a little earlier in the show. Uh, It's Cam Talbot, and uh, yes, I know he uh, ended up on the losing end of the 4-3 game against the San Jose Sharks, but I mean, after the game that he had last night, I don't see there being any way that anybody else can get that achievement considering that he pretty much single-handedly won the game for the Wilds. And uh, I this will be something that as we go forward, we'll probably put polls out on Twitter on uh, Thursday to, uh, to try to get an idea from the listeners as to uh, who they think is the, uh, the locked-in player of the week. And so... Um, so for this first matchup, or for this first week, I will just uh, coin the honor myself. And uh, as I said, it's Cam Talbot. And uh, he just, you know, that was a game last night where I think the Wild needed to step up and kind of reclaim um, their uh, their spot in this, uh, this West Division, and they certainly did. And so... Um, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch Talbot, uh, especially in the uh, the games where he's really dialed in and he is um, is doing the things that are keeping this team in uh, in the game single handedly. And so, uh, congratulations to Cam Talbot for becoming the inaugural Locked On Wild Locked In Player of the Week. Let's look ahead to what we have coming up for the weekend for the Wild, and uh, it's just one game for the Wild. That'll be against the uh, Golden Knights again on Saturday. 8 o'clock start time for uh, Saturday's game. So uh, a little bit of an earlier start, and this one is actually going to be on uh, ESPN Plus for those that have it. And so uh, a really good opportunity for the Wild to pick up another game uh, they have struggled on the road, 9-8-2, and two, and they just snapped an 0-3-1 stretch in their uh, last four road games. So uh, it's going to be very interesting to see if the Wilds can keep this momentum going and uh, if they can um, build off of uh, what they were able to accomplish 
in uh, last night's game. So just the one game this weekend, but then if we look forward even a little further, we will have uh, a game coming up against the uh, Colorado Avalanche on Monday, and that'll be the start of uh, a two-game set against the Avalanche, then three games against St. Louis to uh, finish off the week. So we've got Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday uh, coming up next week, and then uh, another Monday tilt with the uh, the St. Louis Blues. So we'll get to see the uh, the teams that are closest to the Wild in the standings, that being the uh, Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the St. Louis Blues here to finish out the week and to start next week as well. Uh, looking at the uh, standings in the Honda West division, the Avalanche and Golden Knights are both tied with 50 points atop the standings. The Avalanche are 23-8-4. The Golden Knights 24-9-2. The Wild sit four points back at 22-11-2 uh, with 46 points. St. Louis is next up. They've got 38 points at 16-13-6. Then Arizona has 37 at 16-15-5. The LA Kings have 34 points, 14-14-6. The San Jose Sharks also have 34 points at 15-16-4. And, and then the Anaheim Ducks distantly back at 11, 20, and 6 with 28 points. So uh, a chance for the Wild to uh, continue to hug that third-place spot in the division and to maybe even uh, get a little higher than that here uh, as the rest of the season progresses. Not only that, but the Iowa Wilds are uh, in action as well. And uh, that's going to be something that we incorporate a little bit more as we go forward, is trying to keep some uh, better eyes on what the Iowa Wilds are uh, doing uh, with their season uh, as well. And uh, in the most recent game for the uh, the Iowa Wild, a nice 2-1 win over Texas. That was on Wednesday night. Louis Belpedio and Jerry Mayhew had the goals for the Iowa Wild as Hunter Jones had 35 saves to pick up the win for Iowa. That was, uh, again, on Wednesday night. And uh, coming up tonight, the uh, Wilds continue their series with the Texas Stars. They'll play tomorrow uh, tonight at 7 and tomorrow night at 7 as well. Then they're off until April 9th when they return home to take on the Chicago Wolves on Friday and Saturday. So little update on the uh, Iowa Wild, and as I mentioned, we will continue that here uh, throughout the rest of their season uh, as well. And uh, just wrapping up uh, here for this episode of the Locked on Wild podcast, uh, again, make sure to follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked on Wild. You can follow me at Seth Topes on Twitter uh, and can interact with me during games or before games, uh, we'll be more vocal on Twitter here uh, over the uh, the next couple of weeks as well. Um, make sure to check out Locked On Golden Knights as well for uh, a little more insight into the Vegas side of things uh, heading into tomorrow night's game as well. But that'll do it for this episode of Locked On Wild. Have a great weekend. We will join you again on Monday.